Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. And we have one of the biggest events going down this Saturday, March 4th, 2023 in Las Vegas. And that is UFC 285 featuring the return of the actual GOAT himself, John Bones Jones, coming back to the for the heavyweight title to take it from Cyril Gaon representing France, and it is an interesting fight, to say the least. Yeah, Jones is looking uh, pretty pretty beefy. Put on, what, 40 pounds? He regularly fights at 205 pounds, and he said he's going to be around 250 in the octagon. He's been training, what, for three years? Three years. Three years for this. Doing it the correct way. We've seen a lot of times uh, when it comes to past champions trying to move, move up, up in weight, weight yeah. and they try to do it too quickly. Uh, the most recent, usually they just come up short. The most recent one, Alexander Volkanovsky, even though it was a closer fight, the size did play a matter when he went up from 145 to 155. But there's, there's way more examples like Max Holloway going up. Max Holloway going up from featherweight um, to lightweight, 135 when, when to 145. Connor first went up. Connor, he, he, he was successful, but he, he was a skeleton at featherweight. I mean, we saw him on the scales at 135. He had no business being at 145, and that's why after he went up, he never went back down. Usually, champions go back down, but... Well, I'm saying when he fought Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, oh, he went to 170. Yeah, that was... Whoo, yeah, that's it. he's a natural 155-er. But and then even with Israel Adesanya going from 185 to 205, did it in like four months and none of time. He, he lost just because of size, yeah. literally just because of size. But John Jones probably the highest fight IQ of all time, in my opinion. Of all still, time, does he still have a longer reach, the longest reach in um, the division? I think he, yeah. 84 and a half 84. to 81. Uh, the second highest, I believe, is Francis Nugano. I think Nugano's at 83 inch reach advantage. But I know, yeah, John, Jones has the longest, and then Nugano's a close second. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how what his game plan is. Obviously, you know, he's really technical. Um, both. But speed's not a factor anymore in this. Nope. Anyone can get knocked out. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. He's never been rocked before, which is interesting yeah. with Jones. Never been. His chin's, he's been cracked a few times. He's been cracked, but he's never been wobbled, never t- uh, taken a step back. And it, it's going to be interesting. He He's smart for waiting three years to put on uh, 50 pounds. People wanted him to come back within a year. Not uh, smart. Not enough, not, enough time. Not, not enough time to come back. So everyone's complaining about it being too long. I, I think it's just perfect. He did it right. He did it right. Uh, he, he got bored in the uh, light heavyweight division. Definitely saw that in his last three fight performances. Started yeah, with like, Anthony uh, Linehart Smith. Then, no names in his. Yeah, just yeah. not. He was talking about in the embedded videos, not known to the public, and they weren't. I mean, they were. We were yeah, like, all right, yeah. here, here, here comes food for John Jones. That well, that was a whole general he, consensus. He house years ago. Yeah, Anthony Smith. He was like, eh. And then Thiago Santos is, and eh. Dominic Reyes. And eh. he's like, all right, you, you can just tell in the performances that you need something to get up for. But uh, Cyril Gain, man, um, no punk, eleven and one, which is interesting. For, to be eleven and one in a heavyweight and fighting for the title, he having moves like a light heavyweight. He was he was what else? He moves like a light heavyweight. He does. I'd say he moved like a middleweight. He's really really quick feet. 
The one loss coming to Francis Nugano, which is also a really close fight. Really close against Nugano. Francis had to turn into a wrestler to win. But, yeah. Uh, got, got the job done. Jones and, is more technical than Nugano. Uh, Jones is way more technical. Way, way more technical. He's going to hit him with those oblique kicks. I'm, 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 I'm taking the over on plus five spinning elbows. <laughs> I'm going to take the over. Zero game. Uh, he throws them too. They're both technical. I, other than Tom Espinal, he, he's sitting on the shelf at heavyweight. Uh, Cyril Gans definitely, he's, he's right up there, I would say, with fight IQ. You can just tell by the way he moves, the way he fights. He's smart. He seems like a cool dude, too. Yeah, last in the bed videos, he's playing uh, FIFA. They were joking around. He has his yeah, brother in his corner. He's always smiling. You, you can't you can't hate Cyril. You can't hate him. No. Lovable dude. And uh, <sighs> overall, what what is your fight prediction? What do you see going on? Jones decision. Jones decision. I think so. I can't. I mean, um, unbelievable. I definitely got Jones. I just don't know <sighs> decision. I don't think he's gonna knock out Gone. Um, no, I don't think he's gonna submit. Gunn. Submit? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I, I can see. I can see him taking him down to the ground, either submitting him or TKOing him. Okay. I can see that happening in the third or fourth round. Uh, Jones, because it's been three years, it's gonna we're gonna notice this in the fight. The first round, we saw this a lot, like with the Anderson Silva and everything. Feel him out. He's gonna feel him out. He's not gonna be too hasty. He's been three years out. He's gonna feel him out. Gauge the range, get the timing down, and we're gonna see him pick up in the second half of the second round. The third round, he's gonna start pointing on him, and then I, I think the late third round, early fourth round, we're gonna see a lot of action coming from from Jones. Okay. Third, fourth round. It's a and, fair assessment. And uh, that that's essentially, I, I just have him taken. He's never lost. And this, if he wins, ladies and gentlemen, the conversation is over. Everyone debates who is the greatest fighter of all time. A lot of people say George St. Pierre. When you talk to a lot of MMA fans, we they go back and forth between GSP and Jones. If John Jones comes back and takes the heavyweight title, the conversation is over. Yeah, There's no argument. There's no debate. There's no picograms this. There's no um, hit and run that. John Jones Someone check his test. submitted his legacy as the greatest fighter of all time. The youngest UFC fighter, a uh, uh, champion of all time at the age of 23, the uh, longest reach and the most consecutive title defenses at, I want to say it's at 11 or 12 title defenses. And I don't see anybody it's a, hey, in it's our a lifetime. Completely different division. That. Completely different division. So the weight's going to be. It's a clean slate. Who? It's, it's so interesting, man. It is so interesting. interesting so. But what do you think? Uh, so if he wins this, he fights Stipe. Let's say hypothetically he wins that. Does he retire? I think he's going to call it a day. His legacy is going to be secured. I don't think he wants... Defends the title once. Against Stipe, the greatest. And then after that, there's there's no reason. I mean, he could he could fight a Tom if Aspinall. If comes back, maybe? Y- yes. If they That'd end up doing a deal with Nugano, I can see him fighting the third fight. That'd be interesting. But if, if Nugano's... Doesn't if that back, ship has sailed, then yeah, nah. To these hunger dudes. Him uh, fight Ty to Avasa. That should be nah. Like. <laughs> Ty, Ty just got rolled twice back to back. And then uh, the other heavyweight, Sergey Spivak. I don't think he wants uh, that. That's there's there's a lot of killers coming up in the heavyweight division. Curtis Blades, Tom Espinal, and Sergey Spivak. Though they're gonna be the future 
of the heavyweight division, I believe, after John Jones retires. Going to be – and uh, Cyril being there as well. I mean, it's just – you only can do it for so long. He has so many miles on the clocks. It's been – started at 20 – no, he started at 20. Now he's 35, 15 years. But how a, many, how many of those years did he actually fight? I mean, for other than the three years, he was pretty – he was uh, – Pretty consistent. He was at least fighting once a year. And what he's 20, 26 fights, that, that's a fight every year. Uh, it's more, not that much. More. I mean, plus he went up in weight. Actually, heavy, heavyweights, their prime is a little bit older in age. It's, it's later, uh, usually in their 40s. But So he's 26 fights, first fight at 20. That's, that's, like, that's averaging two fights a year over 15 years. Not a lot, but it's not a little. But we'll, we'll see that. That's uh, we'll see in the future. Um, other great notable mentions, which I wanted to point out, Valentina Shevchenko, which who I believe is the woman's goat over Amanda Nunes, just because of the activity, fighting Alexa Grasso. I do believe she's gonna take that fight, but yeah, no contest. One twenty-five is about to get very interesting, and in the uh, the women's flyweight division. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield finishing Jessica Andrade in the second round. Jessica Andrade being ranked number two in the world. Aaron uh, Blanchfield finishing that, and she's only 23 years old. She's going to be coming after Valentino Shevchenko. Didn't Andrade retire too? Uh, no, she didn't retire. She didn't she's dropping back down to uh, straw weight, 115. But Jessica Andrade, she was a former title challenger. Uh, yeah, dumped a uh, thug rose in her head. Rose Namanunez won the title. So uh, watch out for Aaron Blanchfield, uh, Tatiana Suarez, who just came back after a two-year hiatus, got a dominant victory, um, undefeated as well, and also King Casey O'Neal. Um, she is not as proven, but she's looking very dangerous as well. Uh, my prediction is, if not this year, next year, I do believe that Valentina Shevchenko is going to lose her title. Really? I think that's going to happen. Uh, just... I believe sooner or later the game just catches up to you. It happens to everyone, not named Khabib and and, and uh, John Jones. So yeah, and, yeah. Who knows? Just Saturday lives. we could be wrong. We could be wrong. Yeah, it's not happening. And then the third mention that has to be mentioned uh, on this is Shavkat. Shavkat Ranov. Oh yeah, sixteen and zero. Um, all finishes. All, yeah, all all the um, he got what eight. Eight KOs and then eight, eight, KOs eight uh, submissions. submissions. Yes. That Shavkat Romanov. You guys watch out for this guy. He's fighting uh, Jeff Neal. Love Jeff. He used to work at Starbucks. Very um, blue-collar worker. But th these Dagestanis are a problem. And it's Shavkat Romanov. I believe he's going to get another finish with them. I'm going to say TKO. That's the future right there in the well. welterweight division. And then the biggest Favorite on the card, Bo Nichols. Bo Nickel. I believe he's at a minus twelve hundred. He only has three, three. fights. That three is fights. insane. But he's regarded um, by Michael Bisping, Anthony Smith, Chael Sonnen. He's a three-time NCAA champion. He's regarded as the best wrestler in America. Uh, his first official uh, UFC pay-per-view fight, opening up the card. Do not miss this guy. He's a bigger favorite than John Jones and Valentino Shevchenko combined. 
So uh, tune in. That is 9 o'clock Central Time. Make sure you guys tune in for this card. And we're going to be breaking this down as well. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Damn, they've been...